Hello and welcome. This is Ayana Lahee, and in today's Be One, Be You podcast, I'm going to jump into the topic, how to untrain your ego from sabotaging your life. I'll start with explaining a little bit more about your ego self. It's a challenging word. People usually have an image. You might have an image of what you think an egotistical person is. And our ego exists because we have been raised in a world that asks us to bring our greatest gifts out in a way that fulfills other people's pictures, expectations, projections, and needs. We are taught to leave ourselves, and when we leave ourselves, as I've shared in previous podcasts, we experience anxiety, and we experience fear, and we feel anxious. And we have a desire as a young child to fit in, to be seen as valuable, as worthy, that we matter. And when we doubt ourselves, and when we leave ourselves so much so that we cannot connect into being who we are, we have fallen into the guidance of the part of ourself that needs to make sure that we are fulfilling what's being expected and needed of us. And oftentimes that feels incredibly scary and uncomfortable. So, When we leave ourselves, we begin the process, as shared, to empower the part of yourself that is absolutely positive it knows what it's doing, and that it's in control of you, that you will fulfill what it wants. That can look a hundred different ways. Some of those ways you might feel very small, you might feel inept, inadequate, afraid to be seen, out of fear of being rejected. Your looking good self is terrified that you'll blow it. It doesn't want you to make any mistakes if you have a critical parent, your ego self will make sure that you are well behaved. Your ego self is concerned about how you're coming across to others. You're not supposed to look like a fool. And if you feel humiliated or shamed or judged as a kid, you can turn to your ego and stay shut down. It might be too scary to come on out. 
of the humiliation, the shame, or the fear. So we begin to train our ego self to make it safe to be alive. And we either can stand up to that part of ourself and say, that's not who I am. I don't want to be controlled anymore. But to be controlled makes it safe to be alive. Or to choose to take the risk, walk over the edge, and, and say to oneself, there's an angel net. Angels holding a very large net that when I walk over the edge of the cliff, I am going to be held. I won't be hurt. I'm going to step over the edge, speak my truth, be myself. I don't need to know everything in my future. I don't need to even know exactly what may happen if I speak my truth. But if I hold it in any longer, well, then I'm blocking myself and we either end up siding and aligning with the ego and becoming controlling or we are controlled and we begin the pathway of giving away the power of who we are that exists through being aligned in the source within yourself. You have an amazing built-in capacity to see when you are being controlled and when you are being shut down. And the challenge is being willing to see it because if you see it, then you might have to confront something that's happening inside of yourself that you don't want to see. Because if you see it, it means that you might have to change something on the outside that keeps everything stacked up, lined up, functioning, even though it really isn't functioning to support you. It'll be supporting someone else or something else that's not helping you. How do you know what's really here to help you? How do you know the line? You have to connect into your body. The body has to be cleared of the old reactions and fears. When you face the fear, you discover the power inside and underneath the fear. You start paying attention to what's been passed to you, what are your issues, and what aren't your issues. Are you taking on other people's stuff? Are you feeling responsible? for situations and circumstances that are not yours to feel responsible for. So how do you walk your walk?
when you shut down to the fear or the hurt or the anger, that begins the process of, of sabotaging yourself, of sabotaging, blocking, shutting down, and creating a complete story that's not true. You want to find your original storyline that you created as a little kid and track your story and how it evolved and be willing to get to a point of letting go of your attachment to the story. As long as you keep the story going, you develop more and more behaviors and tools, responses to support the story. Most families have a story, and stories are really important. But when you start shifting the purpose of the story into a self-serving purpose, you step off your path. A self-serving story is what you create to make right in your own self, your own perceptions, and they become so important that another person or people's really don't matter. The story always goes back to fear. And underneath fear is the hurt, the anger, and the grief. Your grief story is the storyline of losing yourself and the fear of losing someone else or others and so you hold back. Your grief story is about having what's really most precious about your purpose, power, and presence shut down, ripped off. And you become someone who needs to be validated by others or that you validate yourself by how well you perform and how well you can fit into the game that someone else has written the script for. When you stop sabotaging your life, yourself, your power, purpose, and presence, it feels really uncomfortable. You might have guilt come up because you've spoken your truth. And when guilt comes up, that's when you want to pay attention because the guilt is what's underneath wanting to sabotage yourself. Your guilt for being who you are is covered over by giving the key to your life to the ego protector, the controller, who will mimic and take on the shadow side of your parents or one parent or the collective consciousness of your ancestry.
take a moment and feel into, connect into that you can untrain your ego by getting to know how it works. I've seen such a wide span of response to what I just said over the years. Many people do not want to get to know their ego and actually see how it works because they are so afraid of making a mistake that they'd rather rely upon a part of themselves that always thinks it's right. When you begin to untrain your ego, you have to have identified it for the services that it provides in your life. You want to know how it functions. And your ego self will gain its identity through what you do, how you do it, and even your own spiritual or religious beliefs. It can get pumped up. It can be the cover over you. It can be the mask. It can have you totally fooled. You can have a relationship with someone else based completely upon making each other right and based upon your own perceptions of others in the world and basically still be powerless and unable to really show up in your life and make a difference. So be here with yourself. I'm here with you right now. Just be here with me. And I just want to share with you how much true core power, your spiritual self, the you that always is connected to source, how much more innovative and powerful, insightful, you are that part of you can be and is compared to the fake you, the false you, who will jump in when sometimes you've made the biggest leaps of your life. That's why it's so so important to practice validating and being with the parts of yourself that felt truly insecure as a little kid and to hold that part of you, to visually hold him or her and make it safe for him or her to be in your body. It's impossible to progress on one's path of life, path of awakening into who you are with a dominant controller protector, the ego, who can't see anything but itself. Love is really the teacher. Love is the guide. When you start loving the part of yourself that hurts and has been angry and has played it small, you want to love her or him and make it safe. You create the space to 
Feel safe being you in your home, in your workspace, and open the door to the pain that's inside and to focus into the light in your heart, the love in your heart, the presence of light, that one part of your inner child that is vibrant, that came here for a purpose, to be itself, to be who you are, comes from the acceptance of what's been afraid and to know who you're giving your power away to in the moment. Take some time and identify the words of the part of you that always has something to say about you and keeps you in fear and judges you. And write these down. And be aware of how your mind works and the thoughts that go through it so that you can choose not to listen and respond and give over your power to that part of you because you are a beautiful, magnificent, incredible being. And I hold this door open for you to know and to find the beautiful you, the light you, the magnificent, insightful, creative you. Be careful, full of care, how you train yourself to fall out of love or in love to the essence and the joy of you. Sending you all my love. Have a very, very unifying day with yourself and with your life. Sending you all my love. Until next time, this is Ayana Lahee.